year. <sighs> so today we're going to be discussing um forms of manipulation. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing my usual white supremacy thing. We gonna get back to that regularly scheduled program, but today I just was hearing certain stuff about uh, manipulation, and I've read an interest, uh, interesting take on insecurity. And for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to. Essentially, I'm going to read um, I'm going to read what this young brother wrote. So the young brother said, people use, quote, insecure, unquote, to try and shame motherfuckers that don't want to deal with certain characteristics, morals, values, or past, etc. as if insecurities aren't normal. Like it's a disability. Like people, like everyone doesn't have them. Yes, I wouldn't feel secure dating certain people. Now what? So. We're going to base everything off of what I'm saying around this. I tell people all the time, I'm looking at certain situations and I see how certain men move. You let people on the internet dictate to you how you should feel. You see a woman dressing a certain type of way. Now I hear a lot of men, oh man, my woman dressing a certain type of way. I feel good because niggas is looking at her, bro. That's not the type of attention that you think you want. Because I know when she come on, I'm busting them cheeks like, nigga, when you tie everything that you're saying to your sexual needs or you being horny, that's when we have a problem. I'm talking about strictly from a, 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 a standpoint that a woman that respects you, that loves you, is not going to try to garner certain attention and I'm not talking about the old oh, man you're trying to tell women what to wear I'm not saying that what I'm saying is if you're married it's a certain way that you carry yourself if you're married you shouldn't be out here dressing half naked and you know we had this discussion I didn't talk about it but we had the discussion of Sierra dressing like this with the pasties on and dressing with a see-through dress or whatever i don't know where they was at but it was a theme and my whole thing is everybody said oh russell's secure and he's also not respected i'm going to tell you something i've all i've always been the type to say you know you're gonna have to find your niche in dating whether that be, this is what I'm going for. That's what I'm going for. And you're going to have to find your niche. 
you're going to have to find something that you feel comfortable in dealing with, you feel comfortable in what you think is okay to you. And then you find somebody that y'all are on the same page, y'all are aligned in your core values, y'all are aligned in how y'all see life, which your spirituality journey is going to be with that person. You have to vet a person. Like everybody talk about, you know, dating is easy. Dating is not easy and it never has been. See, the thing about it is we're taking everything that somebody else told us instead of us actually going out there and experiencing these experiences. That makes a lot of sense. So I see things in a different light as I've gotten older. And I realized to talk about like my first marriage. So in terms of manipulation, first wife told me, oh, you know, I'm pregnant, blah, blah, blah. You know, at one point it was just a a thought process before we got married. I'm like, yeah, this is not where I want to be because I didn't lost my house. I didn't lost this and I lost that. And everything that came around to full circle was just her being the common denominator to me losing everything. I lost everything. You know what I mean? My apartment, I lost time. And it's just like, you know, I can talk about this stuff now because I'm not bitter anymore. Before, it would just be words of F that B, you know, no, no, I'm not saying none of that. You know what? I don't know why she did what she did or who or why she is who she is. That's something she's going to have to figure out between her and the Lord. I have nothing to do with that. All I can do is just move on. You talk about it. You let people know your experiences and then talking to people and understanding, you know, your embarrassment, your humiliation and all that stuff. It seems to go away. And I was giving this young brother advice um, um, yesterday. And I told the young brother, I said, if you found out that your wife is cheating, if you've seen something, if you heard something, don't let her know right away. You let her think everything is all fine and dandy and you file the divorce papers. And, you know, people was telling this man, no, no, man, you got to. It's too thick and thin. I said, brother. It's like a. it took me literally up until last month, the beginning of last month in April. Six years after me and this woman wasn't together to actually let go and free myself of the shackles of the chains of the bonds that was holding me back personally and spiritually and moving forward. So to tell a man that found out his wife cheated on him to tell him, no, you just stick around and see if you bro, there is no working that out because nine times out of 10, everybody is not as forgiving as a lot of these women. And, and, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. A lot of women that take men back that cheat, they never fully trust that man. I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you do. You never fully trust him. You you know, if you found out he was cheating or any of those type of things, you it's always going to be in the back of your mind. Okay, I have to protect myself from this. Not saying that you go confide in another man or not saying that you do this, that, and the third. 
what I'm speaking on is when you put yourself in a situation, we're human beings. We're not robots. We're not programmed. You know what I mean? And people want us to be robots, especially men. And as far as showing your emotion, and I said, you can show emotion as long as it's a healthy showing of emotion. You're not out here acting on emotion. You're not out here acting crazy and blah, blah, blah. So the brother said that he found out his wife cheating. He said he got evidence and all this. I told that brother I said, don't tell her anything. Not yet. I said, file those papers. It, um, you have three kids. She broke. And, and, and see, if you want to go this way, it's going to cost you either way. Everybody was like, it's cheaper. No, I'm not dealing with that. You find a solution that's good for you. I want us to stop giving this, this advice. And I want women to stop doing that to these women. Stop telling people... Oh, every man cheats, uh, uh, you know, wives cheating out. No, that's why people still do it. That's why they're manipulative because they're playing on your weakness. Don't let people play on your weakness. That is manipulation. It, manipulation comes in all forms. It comes in the forms that I'm telling you, you're insecure, you're jealous or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> If a person tells you you're insecure, they're telling you that to destroy your confidence. So a man that has his woman with her ass out 24-7, she got a see-through dress, da-da-da-da. A man that does that, to me, is a morally beat-down, low-self-esteem man. Because I had to think, I had to sit there and I had to think about it because I went through this. And like I said, back to my first marriage. And and, and so much um, back to what the brother said, and I'm bringing it all full circle. But what the brother said was, and I told him, I said, bro, I already been through this. I said, the longer you stay, the more she's going to try to play on your feelings. She knows your weaknesses. She knows your vulnerabilities. She knows everything about you. So she's going to be manipulative. She's going to prey on those weaknesses. And that's what they do to break, to break you down. You have an armor, you have defense up, but what are you, what is your main goal? If you're playing the game, especially if I'm playing uh call of duty, I'm trying to get their flag. They have people out there playing defense. I'm on offense. My main thing is to get to their flag, to take their flag. So I'll do anything to break their defense. And that's what that woman is going to do. If you tell her, oh, I know that you were cheating. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her that you know that she was cheating. Don't say nothing. You file those papers. You tell them, I have evidence of this woman cheating. What is my next step? Because this might be a two or three month process. And, you know, just keep letting her do what she's doing. Don't, you know, don't get upset. And it, because if you see your options, keep letting her dig that hole for herself. See, we have to play the long game, ladies and gentlemen. We play the short game. Oh, I'm going to just go cheat back. Nah, don't go cheat back. Leave the situation on terms that benefit you because if you hop out the situation too too fast you're going to get hit in the end but if you play it cool and you let things smooth over 
see, you will win if you just play cool, calm, and collective. I don't know this brother's whole story, but he said he called his wife. So I just told him, I said, don't tell her, you know, file those papers and serve her with those papers. Give her, print out a copy of the, print out a copy of her texts. Do all of that and serve her with a folder. Because it's not anything like if you file for divorce, you save yourself from paying child support. You save yourself from paying alimony because you already have uh, proof that she was doing what she was doing. I don't know exactly where he lived at, but in Pennsylvania, I was lucky. I was lucky to have the 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 notion that I was lucky to have the law and on my side because that's one of the reasons I didn't file for divorce right away. It was like, oh man, I got to pay alimony. So I had to figure everything out. So it took me about a year to do research and all this other stuff. And I realized there's no alimony in Pennsylvania. So, okay, well, I'm going to just file for divorce. We don't have no kids. It was an issue of my pension. Um, the whole pension thing or the, um, or she fell on hard times where I would have to cut a certain amount of uh, money to her, but she signed all that stuff away. Um, but yeah, man, um, which, which, what we don't understand is, like I said, I told the brother, get out of the house. Don't let her know because she's going to prey on your insecurities, knowing that your children are your insecurities, knowing that your love for her is, in the, I said insecurities, I meant to say your weaknesses. No, your kids are your weaknesses. Your love for her is a weakness. She's going to try to prey on that. She's going to try to break down your defenses. She's going to say, oh, you know what? I'll do whatever you want to do. If you want to have sex every day, if you want me to give head every, you know, stuff like that. And they're going to prey on that. But then uh, give it about six months. She's going to do what she's been doing because that's who she was. That leopard does not change its spots. That leopard stays the same. They do not change their spots. They may show a difference in pattern, but that pattern will stop once they have you where they want you in their manipulation. So, like I said, with my first marriage, it was a lot of times that I should have left that everything was built off of manipulation. And back to the pregnancy story. Told me she was pregnant. I was happy. Two months go by. She goes back. And 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 for the most part, I don't think she ever went back or ever had paperwork stating she was pregnant. But she was in such a bad situation after I lost everything that I in my heart, in my heart of hearts, and in my mind, I'm like, oh my 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 mom was like, bro, both of y'all have lost everything. She can go back to her grandmom's house or whatever the case may be, cut your losses and build back up, leave her alone. My heart was like, no, man, you know, I love her. And da, 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 da. My mind and my heart wasn't on the same page for years. My mind would say something completely different than what my heart was saying. My mind said, go right. My heart said, stay the course. You know, my heart was like on a different path of love and, you know, and, and she played on those. She played on my insecurities. She played on my, my weaknesses. She played on my vulnerabilities 
it was just everything that she played on. And she was very, very meticulous about it. She was very, um, 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 what's the word? <sighs> very, <sighs> I can't even think of the word, but she was she, like, she always played her cards right. She was always, in her mind, she was always one step of the game. But the crazy thing is, I had already been planning my escape. I was 10 to 15 steps beyond her. But it was just me taking a year or two and realizing, where can I go right? Like, where, like where is that opportunity going to arise where, oh, I can say, all right, this is one of those opportunities. Let me get the hell up out of here. And it, it didn't arise for a long time. So, you you know, you got to you kind of put yourself in a bad position. But once I got out of that situation. I never looked back. Was I bitter? Was I hurt? Was I mad? Yeah, I was more mad and bitter than I was hurt because I wasn't hurt or didn't care about her doing what she did it's not what she did it's just how she went about everything it is like like i said the manipulation if i tell you listen i feel like things aren't the same and the way i'm feeling i shouldn't be in this relationship because i feel like i gotta always watch over my shoulder i gotta make sure and check and see what you you're doing blah 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 and it was always no no everything's fine you're just all in your head and this will be fine this day. And I have this, that, and you know, just a bunch of excuses and bull crap. But once that opportunity came about in June of 2017, I never looked back. I was out of there and it was just like, okay, you're going and what's your next move? Months later, found out she was cheating, found out she got pregnant. And it was better off for me not finding out that she was pregnant because that I think that made things worse because it was more so me finding out that she got pregnant that I built up this angriness and I built up this dissent and I built up this just all these raw emotions and I, you know, it for about maybe about three years. I was angry and I can honestly say last year is probably one of the only years that I didn't like post about it on social media or say this, that, and the third, or it's more stuff coming out where she's talking about me or saying certain shit, you know, just the typical, no accountability. You were insecure and I did this because this happened, you know, just a bunch of nonsense. And I asked her, Let's just go our separate ways. But not realizing that I was her security blanket. And if anything went wrong, you can lean on me to fix things or I would go hustle and have the money ready for this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So it was just um, a lot of things that, to me personally, that I could have handled better. And I didn't handle it better. And, you know, I was, I wasn't mad about what, like I said, I wasn't mad about what she did. I was just mad about how she went about it. If you want to go do that, go do it. Let me go. Let me live my life. 
Let me, you know what I mean? Oh, you insecure because a man texts me at one in the morning. No man should be texting you at one in the morning. That's not insecurity. That's not jealousy. That's me telling you like, yo, I don't feel comfortable with that. That's not comfortable. How how can I feel secure if you want to go outside with your ass out? Or if you want to go outside with your, with your breast um, uh, uh, out? Looking like a butt on your chest. How am I supposed to feel secure or feel some type of way of, uh, you know what? Mm, I'm just not comfortable with that. And it's okay for us to feel like that. It's okay for as men for us to say, listen, I don't feel comfortable with that. See, that's where the manipulation comes into. They start preying on that weaknesses. Oh, you know what? You become a loosey goosey type of dude and you just let anything go on. I've, without mentioning names and I will leave these people anonymous for reasons that I don't like neither one of these motherfuckers you know both of them I don't like them but I'm not going to speak bad about them but I don't like them but I will say this the female in this situation personally told me they don't like that male because he was weak he didn't step up he was non-confrontational he just wouldn't voice his opinion he's not the type of person he's the go along to get along guy he wasn't that guy that's going to voice his opinion now when he balling and he got this that and the third okay shorty on his arm and everything's cool because you know little you know, uh, a little head or some, or some coochie or whatever. And he's, he's completely fine with that. He's completely fine with shorty dogging him out or saying these things about him because he sees that he's getting something out of it. And, and as men, we have to stop, um, downing ourselves or, or degrading ourselves as it's just being a bunch of hornballs, bro. Like we got to stop that. Like, we, I just noticed that. Like, we just, our whole worth is tied to coochie, and it shouldn't be, man. Like, why are we the only ones tied to coochie? Like, oh, man, you know what? Shorty got a fat butt. She got some nice size breasts, or she chocolatey and da 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 But she's no good for you. She's bringing you down. She's bringing your worth and your value down because of how she's treating you. And it's the same for women. They bring your worth and value down when that person is treating you like dog poo. And we never sit there. We never had these conversations to remind ourselves of who we are. We like it seems like when we meet a person that we consider the top of the line and they doing this, they making money, da 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 da. But once you see this person outside of the money, outside of the cars, or jewelry, or whatever, they a piece of shit. They're the insecure ones. Do you understand what it takes for a woman to say, okay, I'm going to put on such and such so I can garner this attention because I'm attention deprived? That's what it, ba- that's what it boils down to. It's clout and attention. That's what everything is centered around now. If I go outside and I start walking and my ass jiggling or whatever she likes that that gives her her worth she finds her worth in how she dresses a man finds his worth in the money that he spends 
So do you understand the parallels of that? They always kind of connect, but they never stay connected because one is going to come in conflict with the other one. Like I said, a man about his business, a man that has morals, a man that has values, is certain females out here that he just is not going to talk to. You cannot manipulate a man that has a moral compass or values. And I've gained that over the last two to three years not saying i didn't have morals or whatever but it's stronger now it's it's more of a i'm going to tell you how i feel because before i would try to spare feelings before i'm going to hold this all in i'm going to bottle it up and then once i let it out of this bottle it's going to explode because it should have been addressed at this moment you should have said something then and that i totally agree with and that's one of my many flaws is i will not say nothing for the sake of not having that talk but at the end of the day you need that talk because if you feel a certain way about certain situations you need to say something it's not insecurity it's not jealousy it's just like i don't feel comfortable they ask you why it's because i have morals because i have values and if a person doesn't see where you're coming from or seeing stuff through your eyes or try, not even that you see it through my eyes try to understand where i'm coming from is a more better phrase understanding where i'm coming from if that's just like me going outside and having speedos with my dick swinging and i hate being graphic but i'm just being real do you think a woman is going to be that secure within herself to say that's fine for my man to go outside and speedos with his penis swinging are we going to have these these conversations where we sit up there and we say it's okay for my man to go out there with his penis swimming. It's not okay. And it's not okay for a woman to tell you that, okay, I'm going to go out there with my ass out. You insecure that I'm not insecure. That shit makes me uncomfortable because I'm put in bad situations. And I'm going to tell you something. People don't want to admit this, but I've known a lot of people that got into fights. I've known a lot of people that have gotten killed over this said reason because a woman thinks a man is insecure. So she manipulates him into letting her go with him or letting her go out dressed like that. I've been, I've heard these situations, man. I've seen it. And then it goes to the other man, to some of these males, because men and males do different things. A male is what you are biologically. You, you're, you're biologically a male. But when it comes to being a man, a man handles his business. A man walks in the room, other men know who another what a man is. That's about something, I'll say. Because there's a lot of dudes running around. They say, oh, we grown men. No, you're not grown men. Not the way you handle shit. Grown men don't handle stuff like that. And that's just where I'm going to leave that conversation at. But they manipulate this man into now he's questioning himself, looking at himself in the mirror. Well, is there something wrong with me or am I tripping? No, you're not tripping, brother. I've had this conversation where I tell motherfuckers, am I tripping about certain situations? And then once somebody else confirms it to me, you're not tripping. People feel this way. 
and they don't understand it because women look at it as no, he's that's a that's a that's a freaking manipulation tactic. And we gotta stop letting these women manipulate us into thinking that it's something wrong with you being concerned or being protective over her. Not saying overbearing or overprotective. It's just I see the type of energy that people invite into that. And I know a man that wife went out looking nice body on, on on a on a bean well guess what at the bar his man was at the bar didn't know his man was going to be there he didn't know his home was going to be there she didn't know his home was going to be there she took a couple drinks from this dude bought her a couple drinks and you know stuff like that then at the end of the night boy was like <laughs> I was buying you drinks all night. I paid for she was like, I didn't ask you to, blah, blah, blah. So boys start getting hostile. And and went off. Going crazy. And was this close to hitting and, and hitting and hurting that one. But homie's friend was there. Homie friend stepped in. I said, yo, we're not having none of that. Blah, blah, blah. You want to leave her alone? Just my homie's wife, whatever, whatever. She with her girlfriends. And me and you can go, you know, we can go outside and have this discussion and have this talk. Because if his homie wasn't there to, like, calm him down, something bad would have happened to that woman. Not saying, oh, don't let your woman out. It's not about letting your woman out. It's about being protective over her. Because in that moment... What if he wasn't there to protect her? And they always talk about, we don't feel safe, we don't feel safe. But a black man potentially saved this woman's life. We don't know. But in talking to him and his experience, he was like, it's not that I don't want her to go out. He said, I'm just weary of it because I know how men is and I know how... Um, situations can arise especially when there's liquor involved or is any type of drug use involved or anything and i'm not saying they was on drugs i'm just saying if any any substance liquor is a substance drugs are a substance any substance that 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 alters your uh your mind your body Understand that when that's mixed with anger, when that's mixed with sadness and it's mixed with anxiety, all that shit mixes, it doesn't mix. And I tell that story to say when in it speaking to him, and this was about maybe like 10 years ago, this brother told me this story. And speaking to him, it was like, it's not about being insecure. It's not about being jealous. It's about me being very protective of my wife because I don't want her going out here to possibly get hit a beat up because oh she took a drink from somebody he said it's not about that he said it's not about being jealous it's about me knowing how men are that certain men are not going to take no for an answer it's just I don't want to go through all that because she doesn't deserve it and I mean but women and she wasn't manipulated he said no she never told me oh man you know you just jealous or you insecure. She knew where he stood. 
and he was somewhat cool with what she had on. He was like, I felt uneasy. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to tell her, oh, no, nah, you know, you can't go nowhere. You're going to be stuck in the house. I just told her, just be careful. That's all I want from you. So the brother, you know, and with him telling me the story, it kind of gave me like this back then, like a different perspective on things. And boy, I didn't apply it to my life because I should have. But I applied it when I was listening to uh, Brother Shadi Muhammad. I'm going off into a tangent, but I'm going to hurry up and get off of this because it's going to Everything's going to connect. And he was basically given a, a cookbook, which is a sermon in Arabic um, on Juma. And he was basically saying that it's nothing wrong with your man being protective or being insecure or being jealous. Not the jealous where, oh, you know what? I'm kill you Excuse me. Not that jealousy. But a certain level of I care about you when you're leaving. It's not about other people. It's about I know how people are. And he was basically saying that a lot of the the times and people back then, man was like, it's not that I don't want you to go nowhere. It's about I know that these people are savages. I know that they're animals. They're going to do whatever they can do to get whatever they want to get. And, you know. that kind of gave me a different perspective on things and changed a lot of how I feel about certain situations, not changed it, but I'm more comfortable saying, I don't feel comfortable with that. Or I don't feel comfortable with this. You just tell, like, I don't feel comfortable walking outside with you with a thong on your ass out or us going to a Halloween party and you ain't got no damn panties on. Or there's a perception that you don't have panties on flashing your ass on Instagram. Am I throwing shade? Eh, I might be. This might be too. This might be an individual that I don't really care for. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the situation, man, it's just stuff like that. Some people are not comfortable with certain things and that's okay. What your woman should be doing is to make you feel comfortable. Like, don't let nobody manipulate you into going crazy, man, because they would do it. My first wife tried it with me. Well, you can come back. I'm going to give this girl up for adoption. Now, for the sake of argument, just say I did go back and she never got rid of that little girl. And was trying to get me to sign the, 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 the birth certificate or to be the father. Of the, no, see, she tried to manipulate me into that because I didn't have any kids. So it was on this point. And she said it more than once. Like, well, she said it months later. Well, if you come back, me and you and her could be a family, even though, like, the fuck? Why would I be a family to a child that's not mine, shorty? Especially in these circumstances. Why would I want to be a family with you with a bastard baby that you had outside of our marriage? And I say that respectfully. But it was, it was like the manipulation factor was. And I realized, I said, she's trying to play on my weakness because she know I wanted kids. But I'm not settling for nobody else's child, especially not under them circumstances. Now, me and you get married and you have a child, that is a totally different uh, decision. 
totally different scenario because I'm choosing to be with you and said child. And see, I tell people that all the time too. A woman can't manipulate you into being a stepfather. You made that leap of faith and you decided, you know what? That's her child. I love her and I love this child. That's how you got to look at that situation. Things are tough being in a blended family, but once you get past that barrier or once you scratch the surface and get to where you're going, it's a very, very beautiful thing. And I'm speaking from experience, but she tried to manipulate me into saying that, okay, well, I'll give you a child sometime. No, 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 no. You're not going to manipulate me because you want to be the first mother of my children. And no, 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 not not today, young young lady. Not today. Not today, baby. <laughs> like you can, you could have tried that shit on me last year or a year or two before this prior situation, and I might have fell for it. But no, you're not going to manipulate me into into your bullshit. So I had to tell her. I said, no, that don't work for me. I'm not that type of person. I don't know where you think I'm that type of person, or you think that you can just say whatever you want to say to me, and I'm cool with it. No, baby, it don't work that way. And I had to tell her, excuse me, oh, wow, you're doing so much. But I had to tell her, like, no, this is, you can't manipulate me. And that's what it was. Well, are you insecure? You think I'm going to mess with him again? How am I insecure when you cheated? In fact, me being all loosey-goosey with you and letting you go to Atlanta and all this stuff without putting up much of a fight and it turned into a, a insecure, and that was manipulation. Because if I would have said, you know what, I'm not cool with that. You know what? But we can go, we can separate. I'll go my way, you go your way, and you can do what you want to do. But you won't have a husband when you come back. And that's what I should have said. But I talked myself into being, I don't want to seem like like I'm controlling. I don't want to seem like this, and I don't want to seem like that. No, you was never like that. You had every right to to want to be with your wife in those situations because look what happened you got into an accident and then motherfucker went to uh dc and got into and totaled the car meanwhile i'm coming up with lies of why i can't go to work because i'm trying to clean up the mess that she made she made a huge mess you know what i mean so it, it's a lot of factors in this stuff man It's a lot of factors in this stuff. You know, it, this is not like a, this is a layered argument. You know what I mean? This is, this is very layered. And, um, to me, like I said, man, it just goes to show where people mindsets is if they're always trying to get over on you. because that's manipulation. When you try to get over on me and you try to manipulate situations to fit, you, you know, you try to manipulate situations and people to fit into your little ball of confusion, your ball of negativity. That's, that's manipulation. That's what she did. Oh man, this nigga, this, this nigga, no baby. I'm done with that. So I'll tell you what, this is, this, I told her, this is what we're going to do. I said, I'm over here now. You stay where you at. Good luck to you and your daughter. And I left it at that, and I never looked back. I filed for divorce. She put me through the ringer for three years almost. Then it was just like at a point, and three years later, what are we still waiting for? 
What's the point of me waiting for you to sign papers? If she did not sign those papers, I was going to file and pay and force the, the situation. You know, so I, I, I say that to say, and I know I went off on a tangent, but stop. Do not let people manipulate you. Do not let people play on your insecurities um, or yeah, and on your insecurities too, weaknesses, your vulnerabilities. Don't let anybody see that you're vulnerable to certain stuff. Because like I said, what they're going to do is they're going to play all those things to their advantage. And once they do play on your insecurities, once they do put themselves in that situation, they have the ball in their court. They have everything is in their court because they know, okay, he loves me so much or she loves me so much. I can kind of manipulate it right here or I can, I can stretch the truth right here. You know, people try all type of stuff when they're trying to manipulate you, when they're trying to fit you into their ball of confusion. And that's all it boils down to is them fitting you into their narrative and their rhetoric of confusion and trying to turn situations over on you when it ain't your fault. Because we human beings, man, we love people. Your own family will try to manipulate you, man. I've heard people um, say this, that their mom will say, oh, I took care of you all these. That don't mean that I'm going to fall for your nonsense because you took care of me. And I appreciate you, but I didn't ask to be here. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta put yourself in that situation. I didn't ask you to be here. I was put here. I can, you know, you and my whoever, you and my dad laid down and I was put here. Because I've heard a lot of people say that their moms would say that to them. And a man actually got sued because of that. Because he got rich and his mom said she should be a, a percentage owner in his company because she gave birth to him. That's bullcrap. Nobody said I was cutting you out, but nobody said I got to give you anything. Now, if you want to come with me, you want to work, oh, we can work and we can build even stronger. But if you just want a handout, no, you're not getting no handout. Again, manipulation. Oh, look at all this. I could have had this life if I didn't have you. You or your brothers and your sisters. You made those decisions. Fortunately, unfortunately, I did not make those decisions. You made those decisions, so now you have to live with it. And we got to stop letting people, you know, try to put us on this whole, like I said, playing situation to fit their narrative. Don't let nobody make you seem like you, like you crazy for feeling some type of way about certain shit. No, forget it. Oh, you feel that way? Well, fuck it. I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's not how I'm ruling. And I used to say that shit all the time, like, oh, man, go ahead. No, <clears throat> your wife has every right to tell you, like, yo, I don't feel comfortable with you taking no, no guy's trip to Atlanta. That's why you talk to her. That's why you talk to her and assure her of certain things. She, First off, your woman know who you are. She know a certain shit you're going to do. She know if you would know all of that. But yeah, man, stop letting people manipulate you into certain shit. 
You know what I mean? Don't let nobody manipulate you into, oh, you know what? You're insecure. Yes, I'm the hell insecure because I don't feel secure with you going halfway out of fucking town. And, and, and I don't know. And see, the difference was when she went out of town, I didn't know the motherfucker she was going with. Then it turned out to be him. So I had every right in my gut to feel that way. But let her tell it. You don't. You ain't got nothing to wear. Okay. I hear you. I hear exactly what you're saying. But it's all BS. You know what I mean? And for that notion, you know, you got to move on, man. It took me a while to move on. And I tell people, it takes you a while to move on from certain stuff. Some people say they move on, but they don't move on. They say that only in word, not in their actions and not how they operate. But listen, man, I'm about to get up out of here, man. It's been a good episode. I love y'all. Y'all the best. Peace. I'm out.